I have journaled on and off for years and years and years. There's just a lot of power in being able to be honest at the time, immediate, and then being able to go back and almost witness yourself and witness your own growth. Because I actually think that like, if we don't have any of these touch points, you actually don't, you give yourself no credit for how far you've come. You are listening to Your Unapologetic Career. Being a woman of color faculty in academic medicine who wants to make a real difference with your career can be tough. Listen, these systems are not built for us, but that doesn't mean we can't make them work for us. In each episode, I'll be taking a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain confidence and effectiveness in pursuing the dream career you worked so hard to achieve. All you have to do is tune in to your unapologetic career with me, your host, Kemi Dole, physician, surgeon, researcher, coach, and career strategist for an always authentic, sometimes a little raw, but unapologetically empowering word. I keep it real for you because I want you to win. Hello. So I get so many questions along the lines of, ah, how can I work with you? (laughs) You're changing my life and I want more of this. And if you fall into that category and you are a woman of color, faculty member in academic medicine, public health, or allied fields, then just keep listening. Listen, are you building the academic career you want or hard at work checking boxes on everyone else's to-do list? A successful career doing the work you love doesn't mean you have to sacrifice your values, your family, or your joy. Stop trying to be everything to everybody and get to learning the strategies that will 3X your productivity, hone your passions into funded projects, and create the career you worked so hard to achieve. If you've been to every career development and professional development workshop that sounded great, but didn't actually deal with the kind of institutional pressures you face. If you're working hard, but somehow stuck in inefficiency, putting everyone else's priorities first. If you spent years training and sacrificing to become academic faculty, and here you are still working nights and weekends on the projects you care most about, I'm here to tell you that you can walk away from this institutional mindset forever and take control of your career with clarity and strategy. Every day, I help women of color faculty of all career levels in academic medicine, like you, reframe and recreate their academic life so that they can channel their ideas, passions, and skills into grant-funded work with institutional support and sustainability. And that is why this episode is brought to you by Get That Grant, our six-month high-performance coaching program for high-achieving women of color faculty in academic medicine who are ready to reclaim career control and secure grant funding doing the work they love. In Get That Grant, we help you kick imposter syndrome to the curb for good. So you lead your career with clarity and confidence. You learn productivity and strategy skills for grants and papers to maximize your chances of success without wasting your time, abandoning your passion, or working yourself into the ground. We help you build the foundation for an amazing and fulfilling academic career, changing your life and the lives of everyone your work will touch. Yes, this future is possible for you and it's waiting on you to make the first step. 
If you are ready for career success without sacrifice, I encourage you to join our waitlist at kemidole.com backslash grant. After you join the waitlist, you'll be notified when the next Get That Grant cohort will be enrolling. Your application process will include an in-depth career foundations assessment, helping you identify the gaps in your foundation that are holding you back from enjoying the career you work so hard to achieve. No more secret worrying that the career you want isn't really possible. This career assessment will show you exactly where you need to focus to level up your experience and your impact. Join the waitlist today to get in line. Visit kemidole.com backslash grant to sign up. Talk to you soon. Hello. This is my anniversary episode celebrating one full year of the podcast, which translates into 55 episodes since I released four episodes on the first week. It is totally surreal to be here. When I sit and like think about a year, week in and week out of episodes, it's pretty amazing. Pretty proud of myself. And I had all of these like lofty plans to do, you know, like a big celebration. Like I was like, oh, maybe I'll have a live episode. Maybe I'll have people call in, you know, like I always have ideas, all this stuff. And ultimately I was limited by the rules of space time. (laughs) and all the other things going on. But I've actually decided to kind of do the opposite too, which feels a little bit more resonant. And I'm releasing a very internal introspective episode instead. This is really about going inward and reflecting on an experience that I had recently after kind of being out amongst the peoples for the first time in a long time. This is pretty vulnerable episode because it really isn't focused on giving you advice (laughs) or coaching from afar. You'll hear that when you listen to it, but it's actually kind of a personal moment that I wanted to be able to record like my state, you know, what was happening, how I was feeling, how I was reflecting. And I came around to thinking this was actually perfect for a one year anniversary episode because at these kind of milestones, There's part of it that's a lot of celebration, and then there's also part of it that's a lot of reflection. So I decided that I look forward to celebrating wildly with you all on social media. (laughs) I look forward to your comments and DMs and all of that in celebration. And I will share with you for the actual one-year episode, a quieter moment, and just express gratitude in advance for being a witness. All right. Take care, y'all. Hope you enjoy. Okay. I wanted to record this while it's still fresh. And also, I'm definitely probably still processing, but I am on my March madness trip. (laughs) I just like really, I could have called it that this whole time where I just had like back to back, a lot of back to back trips in one. And I mean, on the one hand, it's kind of refreshing. It's just been so long since we've traveled normally. Like I think I did one work trip in December and that's been it you know, since the pandemic hit last December other than this one. So I have to say, I didn't mind the frenzy of three different conferences in a row. So I think I, I'm feeling good about that. It was a lot of days. So it was like three cities and six and a half days gone, which is also just like a long time to be gone from my family. And that like, I still have somewhat, I still have like little kids and my spouse is like really holding it down. I really appreciate him because that's a long time. 
to be like holding it down for the single parenthood situation. P.S. Which is why all of y'all that are single parents 24 seven are like fucking heroes. But yeah, anyway, so I'm still on that space. I'm on the third aspect of the trip and I just wanted to just like document, like get some of my feelings down. I actually started to feel like some of the immediate reactions and feelings I'm having like get farther away. And so I was like, can we stop like record this? Because for myself, I want to be able to process this later and I want to be able to reflect on it later. And that's something that's definitely something that I do that I have found just really helpful for my own personal growth. It's like journaling, but like, I don't know for those of you who have journals, I have journaled on and off for years and years and years. I mean, there were definitely long, long stretches of time where I didn't write anything down about myself like, or about how I was feeling or anything. But like, I would say most of the time I've had some kind of journal. And when I was single and did not have any, any kids, like I could write pages a day. And when I was in the thick of it with my littles, I had that one sentence a day journal girl, (laughs) one sentence. So it's varied, but you know, they're amazing records of personal growth. I think that's, there's like the benefit of just literally downloading your thought. There's just the benefit of getting it out of your head, which I didn't even understand when I was started. I mean, I started journaling in like third grade, like I've been this way, but I didn't know that at the time, right? And it's like, I remember reading as an adult at some point in my 30s, at some point, this like, oh, like the power of writing things down and getting things out of your head. And I was like, wow, maybe that was part of the reason why I did okay. (laughs) Because there were a lot of things, there were a lot of variables set up that I should not have made it. But yeah, so there's like that benefit of journaling, which is just getting it out on the page, like just getting the feelings out even if you like don't even ever read it, but just like literally getting it out, that's helpful because it stops taking up space in your head or it clarifies for you what you're actually thinking. Like I've always thought it's strange that you can, you can think you're thinking or feeling one way and then you start writing and you're like, oh, I'm actually feeling a different way, right? That was like a smoke screen for how I'm really feeling. So there's that like immediate benefit to journaling, but then there's that reflective benefit which starts basically right after you put things out on the page. Like you might never think about it again, but you've, in some way you have reflected in some way you're not in a situation, but like at least somewhat looking at the situation, even if it feels really close or some, at least aspect of it that you can see as opposed to just experiencing. But then over time, I mean, now I don't do this a lot <laughs> because it's also a little cringeworthy, but like you could go back and like, just read about where you were and, our memory is just so fickle. Like our memory is so fleeting. Like the things that stick is just ridiculous. And like it sometimes like I would go back and read and be like, oh my God, I can't believe that's how I saw the situation. Or you know what I mean? Like I can't believe how small, like the smallness of what I could see. I can't believe that, you know, what I wished for was so little. It's a personal growth journey, but there's just a lot of power in being able to be honest at the time, immediate, and then being able to go back and almost witness yourself and witness your own growth. Because I actually think that like, if we don't have any of these touch points, you actually don't, you give yourself no credit for how far you've come, especially if you're trying. And frankly, if you're not trying at all, it does help you see, I've been complaining about the same thing (laughs) for five years. Like, for five years, I have been saying, dear diary, I do not like when, like, and you're just like, well, girl, what are you going to do about it? Right? Like, that's the other piece is that it creates some helpful accountability when you go back and reflect and you're like, so what is your plan? Like, you've been literally upset about the same set of circumstances, the same people, your own frustration with your career, whatever you've been doing for years, 
like same entry, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. So what are you going to do about it? So I think in like, whether you just been on this amazing journal of personal growth or whether you're stuck, it's powerful. That was all preamble to say, I've also learned as somebody who's doing a lot of writing, whatever, and then getting busier and busier and having kids and like all of that is I get the same thing out of sometimes just being able to multimedia record my thoughts. So whether that is like a video or whether that is audio voice note, like, oof, let me tell you something. iPhones and the voice memo, girl, so many different uses. Like I use that bad boy so much, just constant. It's so helpful. But yeah, sometimes I use it just to track like things like this. I had an experience and I just want to get it down. I want to say out loud what it feels right now so that I can reflect on this later. And so I can just see it right now for what it is and not kind of miss it. So this has been my first trip out, which means for those of you who kind of like my OGs, those of you who've been following this emergence into the public sphere since day one, which was sometime basically June 2019 was when I started posting for like public consumption on Instagram, Facebook, stuff like that. And it was a little bit before then that I started kind of, I would say tweeting for public consumption was that started a few months prior. I'd have to go back and look. It might be a little bit more than a few months, but real sporadically, real like, oh, I feel the urge. Let me just do this today. But like no kind of targeted thoughts, you know, just kind of like, let me just share this. So it was since that time. And then, you know, not soon after that, the world kind of shut down. So what happened to me on the ship is like, this is the first time I've been out, like kind of out in the world in a conference kind of setting, big gathering, basically since I stepped out publicly with the audacity to believe that I could really help people in a grander way than the occasional conversations I would have with my colleagues or the one-off meetings I would have at conferences. So there's kind of like two things. I feel like right now I'm really realizing that one benefit that I experienced from this pandemic and being grounded for so much for so long and having travel being so restricted is that I think it made me more brave because I was not having these experiences where I'm being public, sharing my perspective, sharing in some ways my very disruptive opinion. And then I got to go to like the national conference and be like, I don't know what these people are going to think about what I just said, right? I didn't have that. So because I didn't have that kind of worry about like the in-person judgment view, whatever, especially, especially y'all during that first year, where let me tell you something, every single time I hit publish, on a tweet every single time I went live. The ones who go way back know that I was going live on Facebook, okay, July 2019. (laughs) Every single time I would do that easily for the first year, like I was terrified. I was like legit scared. (laughs) So, (laughs) But I was like, I just got to do this, right? We've talked about this before. Like fear is in the backseat. We just put it in the backseat. We keep moving. But all I'm saying is that I was able to overcome that fear and I didn't have to deal with the judgmental worry, the worry of like, okay, now I'm going to a conference or now I'm going to whatever. And like, now I'll really see what went down. So who knows how that would have gone? Who knows? But this is my personal experience is that it allowed me to keep iterating and to keep growing myself and to keep being more open with you all and to keep asking myself, like, what do I really think about this? Why does this pattern I see upset me? Like, let's be honest about that. 
you know, it allowed me to have these like real moments of courage and share with you all. And it allowed, it allowed us to like build a community. Like those of you who write me back, those of you who send me messages, all of that stuff. And you know, who knows what it would have been like if it was normal. And during that whole time I'm traveling, I'm giving grand rounds, I'm constantly seeing people. All I know is that maybe it would be better. I don't know. But what I can tell you is that there was a clarity about my internal voice and what I was doing and what I was saying. There was a clarity about that, that I don't think I would have had, or I would have had to fight so much harder to get if like the pandemic hadn't happened and like travel and constant interaction with the field in professional settings was ongoing the whole time. I think it would have been a lot harder for me to hold on to the clarity of that voice and be courageous in the pace that I feel like I have been. So that's one thing I'm just reflecting on right now is like, wow, <laughs> like now that we're back, I'm like, yeah, that was actually like a really beautiful incubator. And it lasted so long that it also gave me the gift of like, I can't go back. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, this is a really strong foundation of something new that I have built. I'm grateful for that. So it's just like the literal extent of the time allowed me to really solidify so many things for myself. It allowed me to dream outside of expectation. And it's not that I don't feel all this pressure, like, you know, that elevating yourself concept. That's the episode. <laughs> you know, it allowed me to, allowed me to have those moments. And I just don't know that I would have been ready if I was also dealing with the constant in-person public confrontation of the identity that I was actively growing beyond. That's one thing I'm feeling right now is gratitude, ironically, for the lack of travel. The second thing is, it's weird because I think I'm feeling it. I know it intellectually. It's like happening to me. I don't even know if I've like fully wrapped my hands around it. Is that, I don't know. So like while I was at this conference, you know, I was doing my like researcher thing. I gave a distillation. I also learned recently, like not everybody knows what a distillation is. So at my conference in my world, you know, a distillation is like somebody who summarizes a set of abstracts that have been presented and like puts them in the context of current research and basically kind of like gives their perspective on like, what is the impact? What does this research mean for all of us right now and going into the future? So I don't know, like I consider these like a big fucking deal. <laughs> It's a huge platform and all of us take in research and we take in data, then we choose how we want to think about it and then we move it forward. Like the data does matter and it's, it's really important, but the way that it is then packaged, presented and offered as like, this is what we should do with this is like equally as powerful. So I take it very seriously. So it was a big deal. I was like, okay, this work. Like, you know, I want to be clear about what I'm saying, all that stuff. You know, and then I got an award for my research, which was amazing which again is I think like still hitting me, which I'm really deeply grateful for. Cause yeah, I talked to y'all about like, oh, like we don't do this for the gold stars. You know, we don't do this just to check the boxes. We don't, let me tell you, this award was not on my checkbox list. It wasn't on my checkbox list. It didn't even occur to me that this would be something that would happen in like any time. It was not on my radar. So I'm grateful because yeah, I mean, I'm a high achiever. I like winning awards. <laughs> So anyway, all I'm saying is that like in this like very, in my faculty life role identity, there's like a lot popping off. I'm giving talks. I have mentees there. So I have career mentees there and like research mentees there that are presenting their work. 
I'm thinking like collaborations, like I'm in the sessions, right? Like I'm in the sessions, just like ideas, ideas, ideas. I'm like, Ooh, we can do this. Ooh, we should try. I mean, they just, it just won't stop. Right. So I'm also in that space of just like engaging, you know, with what the research is showing and all of that. And so it's like a very like Kami Dole as faculty member experience. And then there were all the people who came to talk to me about my coaching work, my career strategy work, this content I've been putting out to y'all, faux free 99 (laughs) for almost three years. If you count Twitter, actually longer, but I mean, almost three years. And those conversations, so one, I'm really grateful for each one of you who came up to me to talk to me. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Like, thank you for coming up and sharing what my words have meant to you. Thank you for like braving the awkwardness of being like, like, I know you don't know me, but I'm just going to like interrupt this conversation you're having or, you know, I'm just going to grab you for a second because I got to tell you something. I've really, really appreciated when y'all DM me and tell me what the episode meant, like what the newsletter meant when you send me emails and you're like, girl, you got my whole life together. I feel so much better. You know, I needed this today. You know, even just like the likes, like not because, ooh, I need more likes, but just like the affirmation that it's helpful. That is why I do it. I do it because I want more of us to feel free, right? To like take these careers and do what we want with them. I want that so much because I truly believe we are one element that will make this world better. Truly. (laughs) So I do it for that. So like, the confirmation that that's what's happening. I've been moving in courage. You know, I've been moving in faith. I've been moving in, honestly, like just being obedient almost. I mean, that's like loaded word, but just having integrity and having fidelity. That's what I'm looking for. I've been moving and having fidelity with this drive this desire that I started to feel like you got to help more people, girl, you can do more, you can say more. And I am getting to experience now on the public level. Obviously my coaching clients are different. What that's meant for y'all. And people came up to me, they shared amazing stories of what my words have done, what my words have meant, personal stories, you know, people making major moves people pivoting in major ways, people claiming their own value for the first time, and a lot more just from my words, just from the, all this public content, just the, the free 99 stuff. No, no coaching program, no whatever. And then a lot of people who just express their appreciation for all of this work. And I think there was still a part of me that thought that like, maybe I was doing, I'm like transgressing in some way. There was still some part of me that's like, oh, you stepped outside of the circle. Like, you know, you're not supposed to be doing this, girl. <laughs> you know, like, who do you think you are? You know, there was still that little part of me that I have to keep this totally separate, you know, because like I can't merge these two worlds. And at the end of the day, it's like, a, I'm going to get in trouble. It's a who do you think you are thing. I talk about this with my coaching clients a lot. Many, many, many of our problems underneath are who do I think I am? I'm going to get in trouble. But it happens to me too. And I, I just think there was still a part of me that felt like this was like this side hustle thing that didn't really belong. I was kind of getting more and more licensed for it, but this doesn't really belong. And what I experienced at this conference, these two conferences, this happened at both conferences. I think that's also the other thing. Like I went to the first conference and I was like, oh, 
And I already had started spinning stories. Well, you know, maybe these people feel more deeply because it's like more scientific women, scientific research or, you know, like I went to the second conference. It was worse. <laughs> so that, I think that also hit me. I was like, whoa, what I'm realizing is that like I was putting that limitation on myself. Like I was the one deciding, oh, this is my real work. And this is like my side work that I'm getting away with. And what happened to me when y'all, each one of you who are listening that talked to me, thank you so much. Thank you. What happened to me is I was like, no, girl, no, (laughs) there's no, this is my real work. This is my side work. This is my work I'm getting away with. No, like there's a part of me that wonders like if my, my quote unquote real work, the whole point of that work was just so I could share this stuff with y'all. Talk about a perspective shift. Thank you for allowing me to see that that last little kernel of my own limitations I was putting around myself. Thank you for validating that this work I do is just as important. Thank you for seeing all of me. You know, my work was talked about in the same breath as this career work I do with y'all, as this coaching work. I was thanked on stage, you know, in the same breath of my research work as this work. And I want to resolve today to never, ever, 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 ever again inside here in my heart. I'm pointing to my brain, sorry, <laughs> in my brain and my heart on paper out loud, ever, ever, ever devalue myself, me devaluing this work I do with y'all, this free 99 content ever again as something less than I will not. Thank you for sharing your stories and thank you for helping me see that even more fully. I thought I was good, but y'all showed me, girl, you got more time. You got more to grow. (laughs) You got more to grow. So thank you so much. Thank you. I'm not going to (laughs) stop. More is coming. Sometimes, yeah, I get scared too. I'm like, oh my gosh, how is this all going to fit? How am I going to do all this? But I think what also happened to me this week is like, the answer is like this, the way you are doing it. It is fitting. I'm asking, how is it all going to fit as if it's like not? It is fitting. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being there, for being part of this community, for talking with me, for sharing how you felt. And it'll be interesting to listen back on this (laughs) in a week, in a month, in a year and see where things have gone. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for listening with me today. I appreciate your time as I know it's so valuable. I hope this episode was helpful to you and I hope you feel energized to go out and claim your unapologetic career. See you soon.